All right, take like a hundred. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, yo, what's up? It's your boy D Starks. Starks Artist. Now you're tuned in to the Just Different Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. Session thirty three. Session thirty. Back for another man. week. We back. Yes, sir. Welcome back. If y'all been tuned in, if you new here, this is just different podcast. If you haven't already, and if you're listening on the podcast app, um, leave a rating and review for us. No, thank you. No, of course. Back in. I was listening to a lot of other podcasts this week, and I keep always thinking about the fact that we don't have like an actual intro yeah, it's yet. Been, it's been like seven like, months. I know it's been like seven months. <laughs> but I can't decide if we want more. Or we want to keep it the way we we have it right now. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But I, keep, I always think about that. I want to hear some intro. input from y'all, too. From y'all listening. Let us know what y'all want. I always think about that. Like, we may, I don't know, have a little intro coming in. You yeah. freestyle on the beat. A little cypher to uh, little come cy- into the podcast. <laughs> <A little> cypher. <laughs> what's, what's new, though? What's new? I feel like we haven't given them an update in a minute. It has been a while, man. Um, a, little, a little brief 15, 30 second. Uh, so uh, I'm going back, I'm going back to school. Um, hey. Unfortunately. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm studious food. <laughs> <laughs> food. Fortunately, I'm going back to school. I took a little break, um, but I'm back in action with that. Planning on getting a new job by June, June mm-hmm. my birthday. So I figured it's a, it's a good time to get a new job. Y'all pray for me for some discernment on where I, where I should be moving to. But that's that's pretty much all, that's pretty much all for me, bro. Oh, when the music coming? Yeah, the people want to know when the, when is the music coming. The people I got, want I got, to know. I got a two pack for y'all, bro. I got a two pack for y'all by the end, by the end of this month. Two pack. So two singles, just two, yeah. All right, all I'm right. Dropping together though. What about you? Nothing. No, I got birthday next week. Yeah. When is that? Big twenty. 30th. 30th, Yeah. It's a big big two zero. So that I mean that's that's pretty much it. Honestly, then getting everything together with this, the podcast and all that, focusing a lot more on this here lately. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, bro. I feel like I'm about to be old, but man, twenty. It's crazy, bro. Twenty does feel a little. You're not a teen no more. A little what? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, but you're just not a teen no more. It's just a, it kind of dawns. It's a, it's a it's a kind of strange. It's a it's a yeah. It's an adjustment, right. kind of like thinking about you. it for real. I, feel I um, but so actually, that was a part of where this episode actually came from, right? Mm-hmm. So, get, get kind of getting into it. My birth my birthday's coming up, and. I guess really, I don't know. I guess it was this part of my life right now. Yeah. God's really been changing like my desires to match where he's taking me. I feel you. You know what I mean? And I, I think that we always talk about when you come to God initially, like our salvation, we understand like he changes your desires. Yeah, right. right. Like you, I mean, the next day or the next week where you actually start reading your Bible. You know what I mean? You actually like <laughs> yeah. going to church yeah, <laughs> and praying sweet. and doing things like that. Yeah. Um, so, But I don't think or believe that it stops there. I think, like, as you start to walk into purpose and step into new levels or other areas of your life, those desires start to change as well. Yeah. And, like, he's been, for me, he's been highlighting, like, the importance of priorities, right? But more importantly, the distractions that keep me away from them. Yeah. So, like, essentially, he's been dealing with me a lot about, like, idols mm. and all the things I'm allowing to take his place and sit on his throne. Right. And so, like, that, that's what we're going to be talking about today, really. It's just idols which can sometimes be synonymous with distractions because they can start there exactly and like ultimately allowing these things to substitute god's role in your life Mm. um and understanding like what that is identifying it and what that looks like it's really what the conversation is going to be about and i think this is important and i wanted to start this combo off here um because this is a thought that i had when i was really just thinking about this or having for a while it's the fact that since the devil knows that he can't keep you from heaven, 
he's going to try everything he can to make sure you don't reach your purpose here on earth. Mm-hmm. That's good. Right. So I, I don't know as much. He doesn't care if you're saved as long as you're distracted. Because if he can keep you from walking into who you are, he knows he can remove you from the power you have to step on him. Mm-hmm. And so he, whenever we, we, come, we come to God, his, one of his ultimate goals is to make sure he blinds our view of him. And now he's no longer completely focused on, like, removing us from eternal separation for God. But he wants to make sure that we depart from our purpose. And he and we have to understand that what you behold is ultimately what you become. Yeah. So, like, when, when the creation comes in contact with the creator, it has no other option but to transform into what it's now exposed to. Mm-hmm. And, and the enemy knows, like, the more you start to look like God or, quote, unquote, be Christ-like, yeah. the more power you're going to have over him. Right. And so it makes sense, like, today, now more than ever, like, he's making sure that we have a multitude of things that can take the place of God, mm-hmm. that they can take the seat on the throne of our hearts to move us away from him yeah. and being exposed to him so that we're not walking into what we need to do. Because if we're not doing that, then he can slide by, mm. right? Then he can go by undetected exactly. as long as we're not. He, like, we mentioned it a few weeks ago, but in effect of Christians, it's okay. Do your church dance. Yeah, you know. Do 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 the Sunday night Bible studies. That's cool. But just don't walk in purpose. Mm. Don't really move into what all God has for you. Yeah. And the authority and power that you have. So if I can keep you from that, that's cool. Yeah. Because then you're no longer a threat to me. Exactly. So, you know, he wants you mind, mindlessly scrolling through TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, yeah. getting to all these online like disputes yeah. that amount to nothing like it's all it's all a strategic strategic strategy yeah that i don't think we always pick up on and i had uh thought about something too and i was thinking about this it was uh a generation that knows more tiktok sounds than it knows verses in their bible mm. and i was like that's a heavy conviction that-, <laughs> <laughs> that one got me that one got me <clears throat> But it's it's ultimately all these things that we now have like in front of us, right? Yeah. That are like wanting to pull us away from him, which ultimately can be like those idols. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I think where it kind of gets you is you don't realize that anything can be an idol, right? Right. An idol can simply be an idol is anything that's taking the place of God. Anything that you're anything that you're putting above God or on His throne can be an idol or is an idol, right? So when I really started to break it down, I realized that we're always in a perpetual state of worship because whatever. You're worshiping whatever you're giving your energy to, whatever you're taking your pain to, and ultimately whatever you're giving your time to. But time does not stop ticking. Time's always going on, right? So you really have to look at it like, what am I choosing to worship today? What am I choosing to worship this hour, this minute, this second? What am I choosing to worship, right? Psalm 145, 21, it says, And all flesh will bless his holy name forever and ever. Psalm eleven ten says, His praise endures forever. Another one is, you know, bless the Lord at all times. So the Bible says and emphasizes that we should be praising Him at all times, 24-7. But the thing with that is, if we're not worshiping Him at all times, we're worshiping something else at all times. Mm. So it, it, it's, fire. yeah, so we're always worshiping something. It comes down to what we're allowing ourselves to worship and give our praise to. What did you say? <laughs> I said, we're all worshiping something. It just comes down to what we're allowing ourselves to worship and give our praise to. Mm. No, yeah, that's good that we're always, always in like a perpetual state of worship. And I think we also have to understand the fact that whatever you take your pain to is your God. Mm. And we have put, we have made, we made this uh, thread on Twitter that we put on IG and it said that you can't ask God to change a life that you haven't given him authority over. 
Right, so a lot of us are asking God to transform our minds, purify our hearts, and change our circumstance when we place other idols on his throne. Yeah. So I'm going to prayer asking God for peace while I'm seeking it from this relationship. Mm, say it. I'm asking for clarity while I'm still find, finding comfort in my own plan. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm wanting all these things from God while I still have this relationship on the throne. Mm-hmm. My, my intellect still reigns there, right? My ministry is still sitting at that seat. Mm-hmm. And so you, we have to ask ourselves, okay, so like, why, why do I take my pain here? And, and it's because I'm believing it can do what I think God can't. Yep. I made up in my mind that it can somehow give me the things that only God is. Mm. So when we're thinking about that idea, yo, this is what, you know, your God is what you take your, your pain to. Like the reason for that is because it goes back to what we talk about all the time, unbelief. Exactly. Of what we're not believing about God or really trust him to be. And so that's that's sometimes where we can find ourselves in idolatry mm-hmm. all the time, right? Whether that be even through, I don't know, watching Netflix. Yeah. Like taking taking my pain to just scrolling through TikTok to get my mind at peace or at rest or a distraction from what I really need to do with. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking this pain and all these things that I'm dealing with as a sacrifice to God. Yeah. For allowing that up to him. So we also, I think, have to realize that when it comes to like that perpetual state of worship, like that we're in all the time, yeah. like every day, every moment, every hour, every second, thinking about, okay, like this pain that I have, you know, with a, how how small it is yeah. throughout my day. Like, okay, this offense that I may encounter, bro, like they, they was they was looking at me, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's was really testing me <laughs> in school today. Where are we where are we taking that? Yeah. Who who are we allowing ourselves or what are we allowing ourselves to give that to? Exactly. And I think we also have to be mindful of that for real. Yeah, hundred percent. And then also even really beyond pain, another issue with this is like a lot of idols are good things. Yeah. Right. I remember I saw like Jackie Hill Perry talking about it and she was talking about some a lot of idols that we do have and end up putting on the throne are good gifts from God. Yeah. And they come in form of things that are meant to be or intended to be things that help us worship the Father that we've now turned us to something that we're never meant to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, when we think about certain things like different like jobs, like our schools, academic status, social media, like these things aren't inherently evil, right? It's just more or less how we're using them mm-hmm. and what place we're allowing them to play in our lives or what role they are. Yeah, and no, I think that's a good point because idols are, like you said— and- initially are good things and gifts from God. And I think something that got me ultimately was my pleasure became an idol. My own comfort became an idol. And I think one of the reasons why I thought this and one of the reasons that that happened is because I ultimately thought that it was what God wanted for me, was my pleasure, was my comfort, when that isn't necessarily the case, you know, because when you think about even you can't grow without discomfort. And one of his goals is to grow us into the best versions of ourselves. So it's kind of counterintuitive that God would ultimately want me in a place of comfort, right? And Proverbs twenty-one seventeen also it actually says those who love pleasure will become poor, and that isn't poor just monetary things, but you be, you'll become poor in peace. You can become poor in spirit. Yeah, poor in spirit. It's not just um, monetary things. So when I started seeking my pleasure with the false misconception that that's what God wanted from me, it became an idol for me. Yeah, so it's definitely a possibility that those who love pleasure can become poor in spirit, but that doesn't mean necessarily saying that you can't have anything that comforts you or brings you pleasure, but it's just about 
where you're placing that on on your list of priorities you know mm -hmm. it's about where you're putting that if you're putting your pleasure on the throne above god that's where the issue lies like we're saying so you just have to watch you got to watch for that be attentive for that yeah and for me i was kind of say the same thing when it comes to like pleasure or more or less like comfort that's sometimes how it starts mm -hmm. when i am seeking comfort more or less in, in the sense of needing like a break yeah. It's where it can start at for me. So it's like, oh yeah, like let, you know what? Let me let me just chill. Right. Like, you you right. know what? I, I I do need some time off. Yeah, you know that's what gets you, bro. Uh, I I could I could use a vacation. Mm -hmm. And it's like what happens is I start finding my rest in the world and not in God. Mm. And the rest I find in these things now becomes like the replacement for the peace I should be seeking from Him. Exactly. And, and so it, it's it's about comfort, but actually where my heart feels the most comfortable mm -hmm. and i have to ask why that is does exactly. that make sense yeah. like I, i'm going to all these other it's things good. like I, i'm i'm going I'm, I'm going to tiktok right like i'd rather just watch streamers on youtube all night mm. right but why why does my heart feel most at peace more comfortable more vulnerable in these moments than actually seeking that fulfillment from where he's at exactly Ultimately, so like, yeah, in, in terms of because, and, that, and that's what I mean. Like, it can get start off as a distraction, like I mentioned earlier, like just like something simple, right? That we don't always take into account because these things are like so small yeah. in middle school, and like that's that what it was for me for real. Like, what I realized, and that's why I said like my desires are changing, or he's highlighting different things that I need to like shift to because I could say like this past month or at least the last two months, I've just been feeling like somewhat like burnt out kind of like mentally exhausted tired yeah. and it's like you know what let me i i do need a little break right it's like you know had had a stressful day but like had class you know like eight hours you know six hours of class you know, you know. homework too mm -hmm. you know parents in my ear let me let me just scroll through tiktok real quick right you know what i can turn on a little youtube mm -hmm. I, I can get through this netflix series real quick you know and you know that that then evolving into like what I'm taking everything to, mm. where my time's at, and it may not feel like I'm intentionally. Oh yeah, I'm taking my pain here, mm -hmm. but my time is an indication of my worship. Oh, yep. My time is an indication of my worship mm -hmm. and my priority, and what I feel to be most significant or most important. Yeah. All right, and That's so right. ultimately, the more time I'm spending there is what where my heart is feeling more comfortable, and what I'm allowing to pour into myself, mm -hmm. what I'm allowing myself to behold. Like I said earlier, what you you will become ultimately what you behold, yeah. what you spend your most time with, what you're allowing yourself to be exposed to, and so now, right, I'm now becoming a direct mirror of everything I'm consuming. Yeah. All right, and that, and at the point. Your whatever you're mirroring is who your God is. Exactly. Whatever you're allowing yourself to conform to, which is a byproduct of what you're giving your time to. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by that is it can start off so small. Yeah. With all these things that we have now, you don't you not even realize it. And that's mm -hmm. what it was for me. Like it's so it's got just being more intentional at these small things leading into like all this all this other stuff. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I heard someone say it one time, you tend to look like what you look at the most. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good. And kind of piggybacking off your comfort piece, I think, I don't think God wants 
wants us to have our comfort. He wants his comfort to rest on us, which are two different things. Because I think, oh, that's, yeah, that's a bar. It's, Go it's, ahead. it's two Go different ahead, things. Because what our carnal minds naturally seek as comfort are things that are totally opposite of what God's will wants for us, right? So even in the Bible, it says things. Where's that? At? It says, "Your your rod and your staff comfort me." Mm. So he wants our comfort to come from him. So he wants us to have his comfort. He doesn't want us to have our comfort. So I think it, you have to separate the two and realize, you know, what comfort God's, God wants from you. That's so good, bro. Yeah. And it also talks about, like, how – I hope I'm not messing the context of this up, but in, in – I can't remember exactly where, but it's, like, all good things, like, come from come from above. Yeah. Right? And, and realizing that the – like – going back to is the fact that these things that we can take the place of God are ultimately sometimes actually gifts from him. Yeah, exactly. And redirecting like my, really my worship in terms of like appreciating this and it should be sending me back to him. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. like he wants our comfort to come from him, right? And he's giving us these gifts to ultimately like assist us in these different things, mm-hmm. just not take the place of him. Exactly. But I like that. Like our comfort is supposed to come from him. Yeah, exactly. Not ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's really good, bro. Yeah, facts. That's really good. And even I think also partially a part of idolatry, I think where that stems from is an it's an issue of submission, but more deeper than that, why we're afraid to do so. Because so I think when you're truly submitted to something you're automatically limiting yourself to everything else aside from that thing that you're submitted to, right? So very simply put, if if you are not limiting yourself, then you are not truly submitted. But I think that's where the issue lies because a lot of us are living under the, the false misconception that limits ruin freedom when I think the right limits create freedom. And I think this is even shown true in the Garden of Eden, right? Mm-hmm. God creates this, this limit for Adam and Eve. He says, you know, you can have all this. They're living in a true euphoria. No pain, no death, no suffering. You can have all this, but this is your limit. Do not eat from this tree. But the limit always has a reason. That's what you have to understand. God didn't set that limit just to show his power. Mm-hmm. He understood that if they have this knowledge of evil, then they cannot have all these other things. They will cease to exist. So the limit has a reason. He sets this limit for them, right? But... Somehow the enemy convinced them that the very same limit that was creating their freedom was somehow robbing them of it. So they decided not to submit and become limitless, and the world was doomed. But what was the solution? The solution to them trying to become limitless was God limiting himself to the form of a man to save the world. So the parallel here, you know, I don't want you to miss it. Parallel here is that we try to become limitless, so the world was ruined. But Jesus became limited, and the world was saved. So I think... I say all that to say this. I think it's important to understand that freedom lies in the limits of that submission. So you might think, and it might appear like placing God on the throne and removing all these other things is restricting your life and your freedom, but God urges you to to submit because he understands that he has something much greater for you, right? So I think I just want to make that point because it's an issue of submission and the people are afraid to do so because they think it's limiting their freedom when it really isn't because that's where the freedom comes from is the right limits. I want to specify that the right limits. No, that's good. And I think it's something along the lines of the level you'll be able to receive from God will be synonymous with synonymous with the level at which you're willing to surrender to him. Yep. That's good. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's it's a give and take of what you have to give up Mm. to ultimately get what he has. Exactly. It always is gonna come at some point of sacrifice and or surrender. That is not always what we want to do. And like, and like you said, we sometimes we feel like these things are restrictive, right? You know, even when the Bible 
also he talks about particularly in the Old Testament Deuteronomy Mm -hmm. how he obviously commands the people of Israel to not worship any God above me right and all these things that he is given to us or at least living quote quote unquote limiting us to is is ultimately all these things are ultimately meant to work out for our good so sometimes we can see like that restriction of God Mm -hmm. As some type of burden when it's actually obviously supposed to bring us freedom. Yeah, exactly. Bro, like, why why do I have to give up mm. social media? Mm-hmm. Like, why 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 am I now being convicted and pushed to, you know what, you probably need to put that Netflix aside for a season. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, you telling me I have to remove them from my life? <sighs> them? I didn't even think that they were that bad. I rock with them. I thought they were actually bringing a bit, a bit of comfort. They kind of valid. Uh, a bit <laughs> <laughs> valid. They're bringing a bit of value to my life. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you you want me to change this career path? Oh, this is what's familiar. This is comfortable. And so we're we're taking all these you know restrictions of God of what He may be calling us out of. Or restricting us to go into as like, dang, mm. not again. Mm. Is the comfort or something that helps me? A question I always ask myself is the comfort of my distractions or sacrificing the fullness of my freedom? Because, like you said earlier, you everything comes at a price. It's it's a give and a take. What you what you're getting is ultimately what you're willing to give. So is the comfort of your distractions really worth sacrificing what you'll be getting? You know, that's something that I have to ask myself when I'm going through these tough seasons of having to sacrifice some certain things. No, that that's fire. And at at every new level of your life, this way I heard it, like it has it's gonna come at another level of submission. Mm-hmm. You you're gonna have to submit some things you never thought. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, bro, what else can I give up? And he's always gonna have something. Mm-hmm. There's always gonna be a burnt offering that's gonna yeah. have to be brought to the table. And it's gonna it's always gonna come in the form of like usually some type of idol or distraction that's pushing you away from him. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand that's gonna lead you to something more. Exactly. Right? More than what I can do with what I have mm-hmm. and the idols I may be entertaining or the distractions I may be allowing me to remove myself from him. Mm-hmm. Even now, like it's all like even now what he's taking me through, like I'm not like watching YouTube right now. No Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm basically off of all my socials. I even deleted like a lot of them. Yeah. And it's like, bruh. You know, I'm like, Dang, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm here reading books what on the porch. Do, but it's like, it's all going to lead to something more, right, that he has. That's that's better than what I can get in my comfort and then what I think is familiar. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, like, you going back to what you were saying yeah. about submitting, like, it's definitely always going to bring a more freedom, more abundance, more life, but that's only going to come through allowing him to be on the throne and like allowing him to remove anything that's supposed to be eliminated from your life. No, exactly. All right, but actually something else I wanted to mention that's kind of off topic, but I remember um, someone someone put it in the, the comments because yeah. I, I was talking about this a bit online, like this entire topic, and they were talking about how um, faith comes from hearing mm-hmm. and that can apply to good or bad things. So the question is, who has your ear? Mic drop. 
and I I had never thought of it before. They were like, there's Me a neither. parallel. There's a parallel there with like what like I said. Like my time is synonymous. My worship is synonymous with what I'm giving my time to, mm-hmm. but it's also with what I have my ear. Mm-hmm. So my faith is going to be predicated on what I'm allowing to pour into my life and allowing myself to listen to. Exactly. So how much of my faith is now subjected to all these things I'm seeing on TikTok? Mm. Yep. On Instagram. Yep. Through Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Or whatever whatever it may be for you. Yeah. Faith comes from hearing. Mm. So what ultimately what what I'm allowing my world to be shaped by, we walk by faith, not by sight. What? That's how I walk walking it's 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 my perspective. Mm-hmm. It's how I'm maneuvering. It's yeah. how I'm defining things in my life, how I'm trusting in different things. Mm-hmm. But that faith comes from hearing. So what are you allowing yourself to hear? Mm-hmm. What are you allowing yourself to be submitted to on a daily basis? It's going to determine how you walk out your life. What has your ear? We walk by faith. Mm-hmm. But what does your faith consist of? Mm. So, yeah, that's all. I, I just want, I just wanted to add that there. Um, but no, what? So how do you? Because like I was thinking about this even before we were making the EP. How do you even fight idolatry? You know what I mean? I don't think I've really ever heard too much of that. I'm sure it's been talked about before. Like how do you even do that? Like what is that? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I was thinking. I was like, what does that look like? I was saying the same thing because when I was really breaking it down, like if everything good has the potential to become an idol, like how do you stop that? Like it yeah. seems, seems kind of like a tall task. And I think it even goes back to kind of what we've been saying earlier, kind of bringing it full circle. It's it's about submission and that continual worship at all times but what that looks like practically is there's a scripture in romans 8 5 it says those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires i think it's you know kind of simply put but whatever meditating and thinking on things that are pleasing the spirit at all times mm-hmm. right because even when we're talking about how a lot of these idols are initially gifts from god i think the ultimate gift that god's given us on this earth is our spirit right and our spirit is meant to be be our guide but if you aren't allowing the spirit to play its role as guide then something else will you know because that because that because that spot becomes vacant and everything else is fighting to take that spot of god and so it's like what's guiding you but if you allow the spirit to fulfill that role as God, then nothing else can. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. If the spirit has that spot, nothing else can take that spot. And how that happens is by thinking on things, meditating on things, listening to things, watching things that are continually pleasing to the spirit. So I think that's that's really kind of you know practically. Yeah. How and I would that. and I would also just say that for me, it's really come down to. Just, just realizing that everything is fighting for your attention. I think first, it, for me, it's going to be first with like recognition and asking God and the spirit to help you with like that self-awareness, self-control and self-reflection of, okay, what are things that are taking mm-hmm. the throne? Identify the things in my life. Because like I said, like I didn't know for a while, like, dang, like, yo, I'm spending like X amount of time on this yeah. or through that, that was like getting my devotion. Mm-hmm. And so it really comes through allowing God to reveal that to you and you doing some introspection of sitting down and like, dang, okay, I'm knowing like my relationship with God isn't right. My walk isn't right. Okay. What's contributing to this mm-hmm. and start. So starting there uh, with that recognition, then realizing that everything is fighting for your attention. Mm-hmm. Like we, that's a whole nother topic to go into that. But exactly. so, re, so realizing that and then from, from there, like, I mean, like you mentioned, like, uh, what was that scripture? Uh, Romans 8, 5. Those who live according to the Spirit have their mind set on what the Spirit desires. When 
the the way I see it, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, you know, whenever I don't think I don't personally believe that any man who truly sees the face of God and experiences who God is can ever live life as they once knew it. Mm -mm. They can't at all. And what I've been reflecting on a lot is the fact that when I when I first came to God. And like, you know, it, it was the honeymoon phase when I was super, super on fire yeah, for him sure, and like nothing sure. else, like nothing else mattered. And I remember like I was just like always in my word. I, did, I didn't want to do anything else. Mm. Literally, like I would come home, I would watch sermons, I would be in my word, I would pray like every single day. It was just so, so habitual. And I'm like, I've been reflecting on that. And like, okay, like why was that? What, mm-hmm. what, what, what contributed to that? And why is that not the case now? And it's because I found so much fulfillment there, nothing else could satisfy. Mm. And then I'm looking at my life, I'm like, at what point, what, why did I think, or when did I get off kilter or off track to think that anything else could even amount mm. to what that felt like? of consistently being in his presence. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, I find myself in times in my life now that it's like, yo, when I just decide to discipline myself and get into my word, right, turn on that worship music and start devoting my time to him, it's like I feel that again. Nothing mm-hmm. else really matters. Exactly. The f- the fulfillment and satisfa- satisfaction that I get from there and being connected to him, I don't want to go anywhere else. But I just have to get there. It's getting. It's about getting to that point. I just ha- I just have to get. I just got to get there, and that just mm. comes through discipline. So I think for me, it's been a lot of like recognition, and then two, like it comes. It, it may, like a lot of things we say. It just, it's really practical of disciplining myself and finding my fulfillment and my rest in Him. Mm. Really resting in God, like day in and day out, like the basics: getting into my Word, communication, and prayer, and keeping it like set on him like at at all times which sounds simple but like that's where you know you can you can keep you can keep things in balance and him on the throne and still enjoy these other things yeah but no like nothing else nothing else compares nothing nothing else matters mm. that's good you yeah. just gotta get there hey that's why you just gotta you just gotta get there and then like everything else will fall into place i think like we always talk about it, i think we make it too gets too complicated sometimes Mm. So yeah, you I got anything something else you want to <laughs> chill? Out. So what you got to leave the people with? Anything else mm. we want down? I think I kind of want to just reiterate that last point you made. That kind of resonated with me heavy. You just got to get there. Mm. What was that story in the Bible? I forget where it is about the woman who um, with the issue of blood. Yeah, the one with the issue of blood. She 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 touched was the hem of his garment. He said, "Who who who touched me?" Cause she understood all I gotta all I gotta do is get there. Everything else will work out. All I gotta do is get there. So I think I just wanna urge everybody to understand that if you put him on the throne, the fruits will show in your life. Point blank period. All you have to do is get to that point and everything else will fall into line. She was healed. Cause she knew I gotta do whatever it takes to get there. So do what you gotta do to get there. Put him on the throne. Everything else will fall into line. Yeah, and that's in Luke 8, 43, 48, Luke. just to let y'all know. Yeah. But, yeah, that's good. And then, um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say, make, keep it real short. Like, um, what I mentioned earlier, that, like, your your time, where you give your time is your worship mm-hmm. and your devotion. 
and just like I said, you can enjoy these things, and we're meant to, right? These aren't inherently evil, but just like being more vigilant and making sure that the you know the majority of your time is set on devotion toward Him, and then everything else will fall into place, mm-hmm. right? And that will keep you, you know, in check in the spirit and the conviction of humility to make sure that He's always remaining in His place and nothing yeah. else is taking the throne. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just being mindful of what you worship and what you, what are you allowing yourself to hear, exactly, right, mm-hmm. and come into your life. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Y'all, y'all know what it is. We got a lot of new stuff coming. Oh, we we'll yeah. give a little update next week for the EP. I'm hired. I'm excited. So stay tuned for that. But stay you, stay real, and stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Yeah, much love. A good one.